Welcome to another episode of Money Lab. I'm your host, Matt. Money is my bitch, Jivanisi. And joining me is the founder of ListenMoneyMatters.com and the co-host of the Listen Money Matters podcast, Andrew Fiebert. Hey, man. Sup? How's business? It's good. It was better. It? it was better before Amazon, you know, did their thing. Yeah. Yeah. We're not hurting as much we as we talked you, about already. But, you know, yeah. I kind of have my expectations set for what we should be earning. And then... Mm-hmm. It's changing. It's changing. Have but to run uh, otherwise, it's it's good. Yeah, it's good. I have nothing. I really have nothing to complain about. But I'll okay. complain anyways. Please do. <laughs> okay. In this episode, we're talking about running a business using profit first. It's a framework. But before we get started, this episode is brought to you by Money Lab Pro. You've been asking for it, and I finally made it. Money Lab Pro is a membership where you can access every single one of my online business courses and chat with me and other like-minded business owners in the members-only Money Lab Pro community. You'll also get access to my SEO, monetization, and blogging video courses, my YouTube and podcast video tutorials, my lightning-fast WordPress theme, and so much more. I did the math. And Money Lab Pro includes over 155 over-the-shoulder video lessons and growing. Not to mention it includes access to templates, processes, and spreadsheets that I use to run all my online businesses. And like I mentioned before, Money Lab Pro also includes a members-only community where you can share your ideas and get expert feedback to help you earn more money with your online business. Go to moneylab.co slash pro right now to sign up. It's super affordable and there's no reason not to check it out. That's moneylab.co slash pro. Okay, so we're talking about using the profit first philosophy of running a business, specifically in my case, an online business. And in your case, I've briefly talked about this concept of profit first on the show before and on Money Lab itself, moneylab.co. But I wanted to dedicate an entire episode to it since it's been such a helpful system to my business. I want to go over the concept of profit first, the, the whole business model, and then how I use it to run my business. And I kind of want to get your take on what you think about it from a financial perspective. Sure. Because you don't you don't do it, right? You don't follow it specifically? So I, I know you've explained some nuances and they're like like rules and stuff. And they make mm. sense. Um, I just, I guess I just do my own thing. I don't know. We'll, 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 okay. we'll figure it out. We'll have, we'll All right. Differ. So I needed to revamp uh, my accounting cash flow stuff because Swim University, which is my website, is seasonal, right? Mm-hmm. It's a, it's a pool business. And you, when you're right? saying so, you had a revamp, you mean like back? Yeah, a couple yeah. years ago. Um, Potentially even and, again, but. <laughs> not not to dig into you know <laughs> yeah yeah uh tiny violin right um Satisfying. so yeah uh in 2018 i w- i went into debt i had a forty thousand dollar business debt and so at that point is it's when i needed to like figure out how to reduce my expenses and i i guess like in this oh, case more i'm sorry i'm morning roasty right now which is uh, could have been. how I got out of that debt. <laughs> um, I will say this. 
what do you think your expenses are? And your and can you do you think you could like I can tell you mine. They're like they're like engraved in the back of my head. I know okay. all my numbers. Okay. I also watched so, all the Shark Tank episodes that exist, and they're like, know your numbers. That's fair. Yeah. That's good. Even uh, in Marcus, right? You you know, it's all about the numbers. Yeah. I couldn't imagine right, so wh- doing a business and not knowing your numbers. So what is your expenses per month, roughly? So for Listen Money Matters, uh, soup to nuts, uh, Listen Money Matters needs to make $25,000. To cover all expenses, that includes you. That includes that me. Includes, it includes yeah. my cell phone and my internet and the people that we pay and everything. Mm-hmm. So everything uh, above twenty five thousand is profit for us. Is profit and and I'm assuming you're doing that. So the problem with me is that I and you you shook your head yes 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 we're doing that now. you yeah, you yeah, know yeah. I have okay. to be plus one dollar to <laughs> right. to wake up. So in in this in my case. Um, it's roughly twenty five thousand, so I think it's the same as you. Yeah, we're we're doing a roughly twenty two to twenty three thousand. Okay, so that's with uh, paying you. That is with paying me. Yes. Um. So we don't. I mean, like, it's the it's mostly employees. It's mostly team, including myself. I'm part of that team, and then there's like very little. And the rest of it's like tech expenses, mm. you know, like actually having a website, you know, paying for email marketing, Cloudflare, shit, whatever, Cloudflare, things like that. Uh, so, yeah. So on average, um, my company makes about thirty six thousand dollars a month. Mm. Right. That's average. The problem with that is that in June, we do a lot that a lot of that money comes in June and then like not a lot of money comes in July. Or, or sorry, in, in January. Mm. Yeah, that's I, I and, and that's basically what happened in 2018 is I in 2018 is when I had the debt. So in 2017, I really tried to grow the business. Like I really like pushed it and like put more money into it. And what happened was is I think I put too much money into it. And then it like it took a second to catch up. And there was a point in which I went into debt. And I was afraid that I wasn't going to be able to make up that debt in time. Now, I sold Rosie to make up that debt quickly. But had I waited, you know, into like August, I probably would have made up that debt and been fine. But then, and, and if I s- slowed down the the growth, then I wouldn't have had that problem later, right? Mm-hmm. So the following year, I didn't go ahead and like, you know, spend all that money. Like it was a good thing, though. You're paying probably more net- for things than you should have. and Yeah. So I went and cut all my expenses, and then I uh, read an article from Justin Jackson, which was uh, about startup costs. He mentioned a book in there called Profit First by Mike McCallowitz, I believe his last name is. And I read the book, and it, as somebody who's been doing Listen Money Matters for since 2014, 13? Hundreds of hours of forced yeah. talk with me about money, yeah. Yes. Uh, at gunpoint, the concept the concept was immediately like, okay, yeah. this is this is basically the pay yourself first model for businesses, okay. And then the whole what I got from it, the whole philosophy of the book is basically, uh, your company should be you should be making money from your company. You know, like most companies, especially in the startup world, it's like they're like pre profit. You know, they're not they're profitable. getting funded with someone else's money. They have a rich uncle, whatever. Right. 
whatever the case if only. is. And so, and and some people like I. This is definitely me. I used to sacrifice. I used to, you know, it, for the sake of growth, I would take less mm. and pay others more because I just need it. I wanted the, the whole company to grow. And this book sort of opened my eyes to like, no, like the whole point of owning a business is to make money. It's like, it's just, this is your career. Yeah. Like why would, you know, so, um, and I wasn't going to be a startup. I wasn't trying to grow this like massive hundred million you know, dollar. Like, yeah. Yeah. So this, so, okay. So basically, uh, I, I did a whole thing on YouTube about it. You can find it, but I kind of just want to go over like the basics of this idea because it is a little complicated and I've simplified it. Mm. Um, and you tell me what you think. So, uh, so it's like, don't even go and buy the book because like pretty much going to lay it out. I mean, sorry, Mike, Mike. Yeah. I was like, no, looking I for mean, his name in the notes. <laughs> the, here's the, here's the good part about the book, mm. the book. And this is for a financial book. Actually funny. Like it's actually well written and and like entertaining, which is rare in that kind of book, right? Imagine mm. like reading Total Money Makeover. Like, uh, <laughs> no. um, so what? Okay, here's how it here's how it works on a basic level. The idea is you have to you create these allocations. They call them um, target allocation percentages or TAP, right? And you, there's different models depending on how much your company makes, right? So, and it's just, it depends on like how much you want to uh, put towards profit, how much you want to put towards operating expenses, all this stuff. So the one that I use, which is the first, like there's, a, if you go into the book and the book's helpful because it does have like all these different like allocations. Percentages, up, how much might go, yeah. Yeah, so for me, 10% goes into profit, right? So a profit account, 15% goes into a tax account, 25% goes into operating expenses and then 50% goes into what's called owner's composite composite compensation. So owner's comp, right? Um, and so this is, again, the idea is like pay yourself first and then. And so the technically it means that you are taking 60% out of the business because it's 50% for owner's comp, 10% for profit. No. So that's where it gets a little bit more complicated. So, uh, I'm taking 50% from the company as a salary as a, as owner's comp. Yes. As a salary <clears throat> owner's comp, right? What this his what the idea here is it's supposed to force you as a business owner to, if you only have 25% of your monthly revenue going towards operating expenses, you better figure out how to cut expenses so that you fit into that 25%. That is the idea. And 25% includes people working for you. That's like literally how to run your business, mm. right? And so <laughs> if you can't, you can change those allocations, right? So you could say like, oh, I'm only take 40% and put a 10% more in operating expenses. But it sort of forces you to kind of like look at your expenses as a place to cut. And that's the idea. Because you can't cut tax. You shouldn't cut profit. And you need to get paid as a business owner because you started the business. So that's the thing, but you can change it because like if, because if you make more, you may have more overhead you may have a brick and mortar business or something. So operating expenses might be 35% or whatever, but then again, you're making more as a company, hopefully. Mm. So that's the whole kind of idea for it. Um, what do you think of that in general? I actually really dig that the, the guidelines 
and then mm-hmm. kind of slotting numbers in. I did a quick calculation. I, w- I wouldn't comply with that. Where, 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 where do your numbers set, you think? So, um, I would say, uh, the way, the way, the way that I kind of look at it or the way my numbers are mm-hmm. is, is it's 50, maybe 55% is comp for Laura and I, mm-hmm. and we split it cause it's all security. And then we get to keep our numbers down and all this good stuff. Um, and then pretty much, uh, the rest is like wonton for Andrew to plug into things. And the goal is I, I have my estimations of what I think I'm going to earn. And I try and make sure that I'm spending less than that. And so mm-hmm. most months I'll be up a few thousand dollars after I paid myself, after I paid the expenses that I've kind of like went like this, like yeah. I could spend this, then there will be a profit on top. What do you do for taxes? How do you calculate that? So we, we have, uh, close to three months expenses if you exclude me um in the the bank I, mm-hmm. basically basically i keep uh i keep between 40 and sixty thousand in our checking account and so when taxes come it gets drawn down from that and that gets prioritized to be filled and then i take distributions when i feel comfortable above 40 you know so if it's like 55 i might take 15 okay so that so okay so i i i you and you know how i do my rental property stuff i like cash buffers and so i kind of build up the buffer that i think is and then i only take over that and if i draws down i just prioritize filling it i think you might like what i'm about to say okay because this is i think this definitely fits into your wheelhouse of like organization and buffering Mm. because Here's the way that, okay, so I literally use these percentages. And the operating expenses owner's comp is a little squishy for me because it's like, ugh, I don't know. Um, you know, operating expenses might be like 28% and mine's a little bit lower. Um, but I don't budge on profit and tax. So every so we so you're supposed to do this every two weeks. I used to do it every two weeks. I did it every two weeks last year. I've switched to monthly. Mm-hmm. So the idea is, and here's how exactly how I do it. Okay. Now, if you read the book, and this is why I think it's important to, if you're interested in any of this, re- watching this is probably, or, or listening to this is probably better than the book because the book kind of like overcomplicates things, I think. Right. And I'm, I'm a man of simple needs. I think a lot and, of people, they hear percentages and their eyes glaze into the back of their head. Yeah. Like if I knew in high school that percentages would be the most important math thing I learned, like, you know. <laughs> right. You'd pay more attention. Yeah. So, uh, okay. Sorry. In the book, again, he talks about having, having like multiple accounts, like literal, literal bank accounts, savings accounts, checking accounts, and moving and allocating all this money. Okay. I'm going to tell you that I have one single checking account for my business. And then connected to that checking account, I have a profit account which is a savings account and I have a tax account. That's it. Three accounts all in the same bank. They're all connected. The checking account is my 25% operating expenses. The profit account is my pro is my 10% profit. And the tax account is my 15% tax, right? So the, but the idea is so that he would have another account for operating expenses. 
He uh, he has an account for operating expenses. And he has he, two accounts. He has two accounts for profit and two accounts for tax. And to, to make sure I understand his strategy is the operating account that you run the business off of is funded from last month's twenty five percent. So if I made um, kind of because so it ha there has to be cash in there to. Yeah, so the operating expenses is your checking account, is where all the money comes in. So if, if you have one checking account where all of your revenue from okay, your online so you, business... Okay, so the income comes into the account that operating expenses yep. live on and everything else is pulled out of that. Correct. Okay. Right. So every month, and he says to do it every two weeks, I was doing that. I think it's kind of overkill, um, especially if you're not bringing in... Like if you're one of those online businesses that has like one check a month or like if you set up your Stripe payments to come out once a month instead of every week, that's probably the way to do it anyway. I have way like it, all these things dribble in constantly. Yeah. And that's fine. But you let them, you let them, the idea is that, so I use QuickBooks and I let them build up for the month. And then I go into QuickBooks and I do all my categorization classifications. And this is where I do the work. So the work is, and I have a spreadsheet that is completely available. I it's, it's uh, I'll make it a part of, Whatever Why do you need a spreadsheet here. if you have QuickBooks? The spreadsheet does this calculation, this 10%. Ah. So all it does is I, at the end of the month, I take what was my income for the month, okay? I take that revenue number, that's the true revenue number, I stick it into the spreadsheet, and it basically says, okay, you need to move 10% of that true revenue, revenue number to the tax account, to the profit account, and then that's it. So every month, I basically take that number and I move in. In I use a Chase for my banking. I move ten percent of my revenue for the month into a profit account, and I move fifteen percent into a tax account. And they're both savings account that earn I think half a percent interest or probably less at this point. But yeah, um, and that's it. So that's. That's the allocation. And then all the rest of it stays in the checking account. I am paid a salary through my payroll company. So that just takes care of that, which comes out of my checking gusto. account. Yep, gusto. And then the operating expenses also come out of my checking account. Mm. And so I just simplified it to three accounts. But that's the same thing. Uh, and so I have a spreadsheet that keeps track of all of this stuff and lets me know if I'm over, under, in the percentages category. Now, uh, this was huge for me because it's like, okay, I'll tell you this. At the end of 2019, I had $60,000 in my tax account, like just sitting in a tax savings account that was earning interest technically, right? Half a percent, right? right? My, my taxes were like 25000 And so then the remainder is profit, or did you keep it yep. there for next year and it's you could, or you could move it to the profit account, or you could add it back as like a business expense to do something new and interesting. You could pay yourself, hmm. but it's, but you buffer it. You did it. You did it. Cause like next year you're going to do the same thing, 15%. And you know, that's it. Hmm. So the other good, th here's the other part of the book is that the profit account is you t you're taking 10%. So your, your business, the idea is that your business is profitable day one because you took 10% and that's your profit, right. right? And everything, and you're supposed to operate your business in the rest, in the 90%, right? Including yourself. Now, what you do 
is with that 10% that you're building up every quarter, you give yourself as the business owner, a distribution of 50% of that profit account of that profit. account. So why not all of it? Because then it, because it compounds and builds on itself. So it's like, you're never, you're never not profitable. You never have that, that profit account there. You're just taking half and then you build it back up and then you take half again. So like maybe you build it up and it's great for seasonal businesses because I may not be putting that much in the profit account in the off season, but I'm only still taking 50% because 50% is always not the full amount. Mm. So you're never taking a hundred percent of the money. Cause then what if you don't, what if you don't make money the next month? Well, then you have nothing to take. Right, right. Right. Hmm. So the idea is to always take 50%. And that's a distribution. You set that up as a distribution in QuickBooks. And yes, you have to pay taxes on that. But right. Yeah. So that's the idea. Hmm. So at the basically you could look at it this way. You could say at the end at the, you know, every quarter you're getting a distribution on top of your salary. And then at the end of the year, if you have any leftover in your tax account after paying your taxes, you could consider that bonus as well. Or you could reinvest that money into the business. I mean, it's up to you. I guess it's good to have like the the percentages and to know what you could take as profit. I'm I'm always I'm always nervous that uh something's gonna happen and there's gonna be an issue, you know. Um what do you mean? Like, like what kind of issue? All right, so we keep like forty plus thousand dollars in this checking account as the buffer. Yeah. And um, I I took ten, and then coronavirus mm-hmm. happened, and so I have like thirty ish in there, and I'm like, ah, now I'm fucked. What do you mean? I mean, you can always move it oh back into the account. Like you can no, always I take know, it from profit. But, and, but I, yeah. my mind is that I don't move money back into my businesses. Right, that's the wrong direction. Right. So, but the, here's the thing: the idea is that your operating expenses need to be under twenty five. And I think that so maybe is. We have other businesses like yeah. that, that have no expenses. Like, listen, my matter shoulders pretty much all the expenses for. Right, but you have to look at your business as a whole, mm. right? So you have to say in this in this particular case where you say, are all my businesses operating under a twenty five percent allocation to you know your operating expenses? Basically, if they are, great. If they're not, either you can readjust your tap your target allocation percentages, or, you know, you can start cutting. And I kind of did, I, I did the cutting part. And mostly what I cut was like, I had a lot of like just tech debt, you know, just a, um, a bunch of just too many tools. And yeah, there's too many tools and like cutting is fun. I like cutting. (laughs) It is fun. It's, it's weirdly, uh, cathartic. And so, um, I, I don't know. I, I think that's it's it's sort of an eye opener when you do the math because it's like it, it's this is something that Steph always tells me where it's like because like, you know you stress about business you stress about you know I got to do this I got to get this done and it's like all right we'll just look at the numbers because the numbers don't lie they're not trying to like make you it's feel like better you're doing they're not pretty make, good you could actually take fine. a breath and yeah right or especially when you have an account that's just like building up if you're following this to a T. And which I do, I do, I am very diligent about following this model. Even when we were like, oh shit, Amazon slashed our commissions. You weren't that we torn up money? about it because you have your, your buffer. We have, we have a reserves. Yeah. And they're allocated correctly. Mm. 
And it's like, okay, maybe this quarter I don't take a 50% distribution. You know what I mean? Mm. Maybe that gets reinvested. Okay. Because it needs to. Like maybe, or maybe it, it gets put, you know, maybe it is put to me, but it's it's a different way. Maybe I have to like, you take you know 25% I mean? so you just, of it or something. Right. Exactly. So I think it's like, and, and you could start this at any time because I think I started this like in September of 2018 and then kind of like all of 2019 was this model. And I had just like plenty like like tax taxes was the a breeze mm. because I was like, how much it was like, what? Oh, I, how, I'm not just like doing calculations on how much I've left over. And I was like, oh, awesome. <laughs> you know what I mean? And so that's a great could, way to make tax season good. Usually it's like, ah, oh, are you serious? Yeah. Yeah. And it's, and it's, and it's that whole thing of like every human person who, who makes, who earns income should be doing some form of this, mm. right? It's just easier said than done, right? It's easy. You know, yes, you should be putting 10% of everything you make away. You should be saving it. It's, it's a pay yourself first model. It's, 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 you know. It's just easier said than done. Mm. You got to actually do it every, every, you know, but for, it means you could um, buy less and yeah. you know, that is like, I, but, but I want things. Yeah. And look, I, I think the book is really good. I think you should, if you're interested in the book, I think you should read it. Mm. It's good. It's very good. Um, I thought like, I kind of, my eyes sort of glazed over, not at percentages, but at the amount of accounts that they, that he wanted me to open. And there was reasons for it. Now I can go over those. So for example, he says you should have two profit accounts and two tax accounts. Okay. Why two tax accounts? So it's, be, it's to, it's to protect you from yourself. So you one of the accounts has to be really easy for you to transfer the money. So like in my case, I have a chase checking going to a chase savings. I click a button and it's instantly so you're saying one over. tax savings can only transfer to the other tax savings. Right. But then it's, it has to be like at a local bank or a, or a bank that you'll like never visit. And that it's hard for you to get money out of because you don't have a debit card. And like, it's basically to, to stop you from spending that money. I don't, I am not that, uh, I, I, have, see I have a little, that as yeah. a thing that people might need. Yep. I have a, I have a little bit more willpower than that. Yeah. Um, and I kind of treat it, those, those accounts as if I don't own that money. So, you know, until I need it. Mm. So it's like, okay, it's, is it the quarter or is it the end of the year that I need to pay my taxes? Like what, you know, then I, then I look at those accounts, but I can understand that. And then also an operating expenses account that's different from your checking account. So the checking account is you have like a, uh, everything comes into one account and then you allocate everything, even, you know, the owner's comp, but I use payroll. So I figured that's my account for that. And I, so I just took the, I took, cause the that's what I originally account. thought is that you would take, and it seems like a pain in the ass that every time money comes in, you have to kind of like split it out. Yes. And so that you're, you're so, operating account that everything gets pulled out of, you know, but you have to make yeah. sure you're constantly populating it. Whereas income is, automated yes and you can automate you could automate it if you wanted to i guess you could the, the thing is is that with my business and your business well, any business most, you, you don't know how much you're going to make in the month right you may so have an idea the but yeah and so what i do is i do cash-based accounting so it only is Same. the cash that's in my account and so at the end of the accrual month, made it so much harder to yeah yeah and when you at the end of the month 
I look at like I look at my one account and I see I look at the, the column that says received and I'm like and I add up all those numbers and I put that into my spreadsheet. It automatically like does the percentage calculations and tells me where to put my money. I go into Chase and I do those two transfers and then I'm done. And then I I mean, that's it. You know, listen, my matters is cash. Every, everything in QuickBooks is cash. But when I think about it, I think about uh, our other business as accrual because everything's earned in like November, December. And to think yeah. about that money being in the next year, it's like. Right. And I want to puff yeah. my chest at the bigger number, you know? <laughs> right. Well, I mean, you, I mean, that's the thing, too. Like this, this works because in those. Well, I guess you're right. Because like, yeah, you would make if you make all your money in December. Then and it pays that does, out that in February. You know? Right. But that's the discipline of it is like you make all that money in December. You don't start allocating until January, but you should have been allocating the, the whole year before that to make so, so that the, the previous December pays for, you know, that year's taxes. That's just it's funny money. We just, it's all cash for us. And then. Yeah. Well, again, it's really just like it's diversification of uh no it's not diversification it's allocation right, right? I and mean, i think and it's diversification just, of is important but yeah right it's a, it's a different that's a different episode show. yeah yeah um i don't know it's just a really simplistic way to think about business revenue for me. i think it makes a lot of sense i always found like comfort in when it was not about the business and it was about my personal like budget having like these guidelines where it's like I'm looking for an apartment and I cannot spend more than a third of my take home. You know, I could, but I can't, you know, because that's mm. the rule. Mm. And like having these like kind of like steadfast rules have really helped me. And so maybe I need to think of operating expenses like that because I, I kind of, am like faster, more, get me more coal mm. to throw on the fire. Well, you you mentioned that you do your distributions every once in a while, but you don't know. That's the thing. My distributions are whenever the number hits an amount that I feel like I can take one. It's not like right, but uh, if you knew if you knew every quarter that you could take fifty percent of what's in your profit, then it's like I need to get more into that profit. Yeah, I would feel different. It becomes like a gold. Yeah, just saying. Hmm. It's a it's a really cool system. It's really simplistic. I think the again the accounting part of it can be overcomplicated if you want it to be. I like your simplifications, and I think that like what's cool about it is you have this process. You figured it out. It works because to have your head in this constantly, you're just not doing other things. Yeah, the one thing though that I I really don't understand about this whole mm. system is like in your case, you you have certain money set aside to reinvest in the business mm. right um you know does that mean the other 50 percent of the profit account goes into reinvesting in some new project within the business do you bake that into the 25 percent of the operating expenses so therefore you cut more or you earn more or you like you know maybe you stay at 25 percent for a while the business makes more you have a surplus in mm. in your accounting and then you use that money well you'd have to break uh, your percentages if or you yeah or you or you split it up you have a, maybe a 5% R&D or something mm. you know or or maybe you um yeah maybe you cut your salary by 10% and put that i don't know that's the one thing i wasn't really clear on in the book and i've gone through it a few times and i was like you know what what if, what about that scenario but i don't believe that that's what they're trying to do right so the idea being that like 
your operating expenses should probably be like you're going to earn the idea is to as a business is to grow, mm. right? So you're going to grow. Hopefully your operating expenses, it may grow with it, but maybe it won't because if it's still 25%, you have the same team, but you're earning more business. Well, then you're going to have a surplus there, right? I think, I think one of the things that happens, you get to a certain point and, um, so you're taking 50% and your profit is 10%. And so you're taking essentially 60% and then whatever's remainder from the tax account. So for mm -hmm. you is half, you know, yeah. so you're actually taking like 67%. Mm -hmm. And, you know, in the very early days, that is all hard fought and you need more. And then, you know, yeah. then, at, you know, 10, whatever years later, uh, I don't want to say it's like too much, but you don't need that. And so I guess part of the, the problem that, yeah, you know, well, or, not if you're Bezos, you need it because you need to buy that $500 million he, house. He doesn't have it all, right? It's all, I it's know. all in the market, but, but mm -hmm. <laughs> I, I, I get that you don't like him. Yeah. Um, fair. It, it, I'm not alone. <laughs> it starts to feel like I'm just going to take it and I'm going to like, I don't know, put in some Vanguard funds and then it'll just be locked away forever. Mm -hmm. I want to pour fuel on the fire. And I think it's when you get to that point, how do you keep it in control yeah. so that you're not like overdoing it and you're actually backsliding? Right. And I think that's why this is important mm -hmm. because again, and you've said this a million times, like this is why we do this, right? Why do, why own your own business to struggle? Yeah. No, it should be. That's the point. Yeah. You should be sprinting to easy street. Right. <laughs> And so like the idea, and I did not believe that. I mean, I didn't practice that mm. for maybe the first 10 years. You're so much less stressed and you're so much more. And I don't even want to say you're like focused because you know, you're like pretty focused, but you're way more focused now yeah. that this isn't like you're ping ponging. Oh, yeah. Now it definitely stops that. Yeah, because you, you kind of know like, hey, I can take the time. Yeah. And it is nice every quarter to get that, like it's a bonus from your own thing, which is like, I like that. Cut that check to me, write that out to myself. Yeah. I mean, things are a little different now, but yeah, it's what <laughs> I mean, like, you know, certain circumstances, but that's, I'm, you know, like to, to talk about that too. It's like, that's why I'm glad I did this a couple years ago because I am not as stressed during financial hardship, either with Amazon or with pandemics or with whatever. I couldn't imagine a tax season that was so positive where you're like, I, it needs to be 60,000 and there's only 25 and you're like, whoa, that yeah. sounds like I, I might need to do that because usually it's like an, are you serious type? And, and like you don't have, so you don't put money aside. It just comes out of the working account. Mm. And so it's one of those things where it's like, ah, uh, I guess I know, I guess we're not taking anything in the first whatever months. Yeah. No, I had the complete opposite. <laughs> yeah. I was like, how much? Hello. Give me that money. I don't know why I did that. Mm. Uh, that's all I got. Unless you have anything else that you wanted to add to that. I, I like the percentages. 10, 15, 25, 50. It's easy. Yeah. Yep. Uh, I will say this. Hmm. Um, the book is called Profit First. That's the business model. It's Michael Michalowicz. I believe that's how you say his last name. Doesn't matter. Profit First is easy to find. I do recommend the book personally. Uh, it is very well written. It is very humorous. It is entertaining. 
Uh, and I think you should read it. I don't think you should take what I do. I think it's it's going to be based on your business. My business runs a certain way. I took what he wrote and adopted it for myself. You can do the same thing. Um, and if you're interested, I took a lot of what he has in the court or in the course in the in his book. He has like a lot of uh, like you fill out these sheets. You have to do the math yourself. I turned those into like formulaic spreadsheets where you just add numbers and it automatically calculates mm. things. You can change numbers. You do all that stuff. Uh, and it's and it's built within an entire budgeting sort of spreadsheet where like all numbers like match up and, and cross sheets and all kinds of stuff. So That's if awesome. you want that, yeah, I'll include it in the show notes. I'll include it in the description. Um, yeah, it's a... Uh, Super helpful. Wow. That was really cool. Yeah. And I want to thank JC Dean for sending in my new middle name. Money is my bitch. Although I think it's kind of the opposite way. It depends the on the o- month. Other way. Yeah. It depends on the month. <laughs> and of course, I want to thank Andrew by Mandrew for joining me on this episode yes. of Money Lab. Thank you very much, Andrew. And you should head over to moneylab.co to read more about our business experiments and challenges and email me, Matt, at moneylab.co with topics that you want us to discuss on future episodes of the show. And feel free to send me a new middle name suggestion. If you like the show, please subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Player FM, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, TuneIn, Castro, Radio Republic, Stitcher, Pandora, Mixbox, CastBox, or wherever you normally listen to podcasts. And when you do, please leave a review. Okay, that's it. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye. <laughs> Please tell your friends about this show. 